Hey, welcome to PT Snacks Podcast. This is Casey, your host. And if you're tuning in for the very first time, first of all, welcome. But second of all, what you should know is that this podcast is meant for physical therapists and physical therapist students. And specifically those who are looking to review the fundamentals, but also in concise segments of time. Hence the name PT Snacks. It's just a little snack for you. So today what we're covering are MRIs. And MRIs are a huge part of our healthcare system. Do we order MRIs as physical therapists? Not necessarily unless, you know, the military has been doing this since the 70s. But it is something that we are going to hear from our patients walking in, whether they're wanting to know, hey, have you seen my imaging yet? Or wondering why they haven't gotten imaging before coming to see physical therapy. Or if you're rounding with physicians, being able to collaborate with them and talk to them about imaging and and using it as a resource to learn more from other professions about their clinical reasoning for certain cases. So very beneficial to know and understand it. Are we trained to be radiologists? No, but it is helpful. What is an MRI? I want you to just imagine a big giant tube full of powerful magnets, and then you stick a person inside. That's an MRI. So how it works is essentially, think back to atoms. So atoms are smallest unit of matter, right? They are the thing that wherever you are, are preventing you from becoming one with the floor or the chair underneath you. It's made up of neutrons and protons and electrons, but it turns out protons are super sensitive to magnetic fields. So If you are inside a tube full of powerful magnets, aka an MRI machine, your protons in your body are all going to line up in the same direction because they're sensitive to the magnetic fields. And then how we utilize this to get images is that machine sends out a short burst of a radio wave. And what this wave does is it knocks the protons out of alignment. The protons don't like this. So they utilize energy to get back into alignment. And that energy is going to send a signal out that's picked up by receivers that give away their position. And the neat thing is that the protons of different types of tissue realign at different speeds and they produce distinct signals. So we're able to use this to our advantage to be able to tell the difference between water content or fat content, muscles, bones, all of that kind of stuff, and be able to use it to our advantage. So if you've heard of this before, there's there's different types of weighted MRI. So there's T1 and T2. And basically what that means is it's just a different basic pulse sequence. So for a T1, the way this works is when it sends out its little radio wave, in this instance, fat is going to realign quickly, but water has a slower longitudinal magnetization realignment. Basically, that just means water protons are going to take longer to get back into alignment. And because it takes longer, it's going to have a lower signal and seem dark. So on this one, T1, we use it more for anatomy. T2 is different. It's just a different pulse sequence. And on this one, water content is going to show up with a higher signal. So because a lot of pathologies have to do with edema or increases in water content, we use T2 for pathology to see, oh, is there some swelling going on? What is this? So you might have heard in the past, the um, like World War II, water is white. It's just water is white T2, WW2, 
World War II. So that's another way you can remember it, although fluid is not always accurate in what's brighter on this with all MRIs across the board. So we capitalize on this clinically because MRIs are pretty sensitive to musculoskeletal structures. Again, it's a tool. It is not the end-all be-all because keep in mind that we're going to pick up on things that are wrong anatomically, like, for instance, a bulging disc or a rotator cuff tear. And that patient may have no signs or symptoms of this. But in physical therapy, we also have a lot of special tests and or criteria that are pretty on par with sensitivity and specificity. That's on us to make sure that we know what those are. And also to educate our patients on if they're asymptomatic, you know, for example, a bulging disc. I tell my patients, hey, if you look around this clinic, two out of three of us in here are going to have a herniated disc and not even know it. I might have one. It doesn't hurt. That's just a normal part of aging sometimes. Like gray hair on the outside of your body, it's on the inside of your body. Things like OA, all of that kind of stuff here's the ways that physical therapy can help you with that. No, I'm not going to be able to reach into your spine and fix things, but patients don't always realize how common these findings are. And that is scary. So it's important for us to not make the patient seem ashamed for being concerned. They just don't know. We know. So share that information with them. MRIs are a little bit more costly, but we use MRIs for things like in the shoulder, like labral tears, bank heart and hill sacs lesions. MRIs can be really helpful for things like infections and fractures, neoplasms, aortic abdominal aneurysms, or cauda equina, um, visualizing the, the nerves, all of that kind of stuff. It has a place. We use it in the wrist for scaphoid bone because sometimes radi- radiographs don't always catch injury to this and we're concerned with this bone for a vascular necrosis or like in the knee it's really helpful for rolling out injuries um stress fractures is another example radiographs don't always catch early stage stress fractures and bone scans and mris are more sensitive now keep in mind bone scans are still the gold standard for catching this but on a bone scan fractures neoplasms and infections all have similar appearance so an MRI can be useful for catching periosteal and bone marrow edema. And same for soft tissue too. MRIs can be helpful for malignant and benign soft tissue masses because while a biopsy is the gold standard, an MRI can help add specificity in the character of the tissue or how big is the tumor or biopsy planning. So MRIs have a place but they're costly. They're more expensive than x-rays. And so it's not necessarily something that we jump to right away for our patients because we might not really need to. And in some studies, you'll find that it does more harm than good for patients to get the results of like, oh, I have a slip disc or, you know, things like that. But there are some ways where it is beneficial for the patient's safety to use this imaging to make sure that they are going where they need to go, whether it's in physical therapy and or pain management or with their surgeon or somewhere else. So hopefully all that makes sense. If you have comments, questions, or concerns, you can always reach out on Instagram at PT Snacks Podcast, or you can email me at ptsnackspodcast at gmail.com. Hopefully you found this useful. and, And if so, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps me out. And if you haven't already, go ahead and hit subscribe so you don't miss any in the future. But 
that is it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed and until next time.